I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Uh, welcome to Preach Can't Preach with Rashad here in another episode, another sermon. NFC East, uh, Cowboys, we got Eagles, Redskins, and Giants. Uh, Rashad, how's it going? Good, man. Back at it again. Oh, yeah, you already know. Uh, season very right around the corner, right around the corner. Uh, so we're just going to go right into it. Uh, the NFC has been a wild, wild weekend, uh, but this is two days later, so we're we, we trying to recap everything. Um, for the Cowboys, we go right into it, division champions. Uh, ten and six last season. Uh, Jason Garrett back again. It was you know it was a question about him being on the hot seat over and over again. But the Cowboys looked pretty good last season, and I believe they did win a playoff game last year. Correct? Uh, who did? I can't remember who they played last year. They, the yeah, yeah, yeah. They they won they won um they won first game and then they played the Rams and lost. I think yeah, this it was, one yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot who they played, but uh, I, I guess it was, it wasn't the Eagles. Um, uh, it was uh, who was in the playoffs? Seattle, they beat Seattle. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so they beat Seattle. Now they come back in. Now you talking about a lot of question marks on his team, the contracts. Uh, Zeke uh, still not back with the team yet. Dak, Cooper, uh, they just resigned Jalen Smith. Uh, they got to look forward guys in the future like Byron Jones. Still have to worry about their their star rookie linebacker who he got plenty of time his contract up, but they still have to save money for him. Uh, Tyron Smith contracts coming up soon, and he's only twenty eight years old, so he's still. If he can stay healthy, he's still the best left tackle, you know, in the game. A lot of question marks for, this, for the Cowboys. It's, it's not even that. It's not even about their talent. It's more about who are they, who are they going to keep and for how much. Um, but if we, if we before we get into that part, if we stick on to their football side, what do you think their their their, their outlook on their season is this year? Man, well, the contracts kind of play into the the football side because they got to get Zeke paid to get him back on the field. Um, I don't I don't have high hopes for him without. Zeke on the field because the offense is really tailored around what him and Dak do together. Like, I, I don't think individually they can be successful without each other. Like, if Dak went down, they brought in another QB. I don't think Zeke would be able to do his thing, and I don't think Dak can do his thing without Zeke because without you know they're gonna be making him throw the ball every time. Uh, I don't think that's his uh, that's his specialty. Not quite yet, anyway. I think he's developing towards that. But they have the necessary weapons. They have 
Zeke. Uh, still have Alfred Morris, drafted Tony Pollard. Um, receiving weapons, of course, they have Amari Cooper, who's not in that upper echelon of receivers like Hopkins, Adams, guys like that. But he's on that that second, you know, mid-second to third tier of guys. Um, Michael Gallup, hopefully something can materialize there. They brought in a vet, Randall Cup, to kind of take on that Cole Beasley role that was vacated. They brought back Jason Witten for a veteran presence in the locker room. And defensively, man, they are um, – I won't say they're one of the – Yeah, I, I won't say they're the best team defensively, but just having guys at every level, uh, they have it. Uh, Jalen Smith, Leighton Vanderish, uh, you already mentioned Byron Jones' name. So they have talent. Um, Taco Charlton, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Robert, Robert big, Quinn. He got, the, so, he got that big bag to some of the law, man. Yeah, they, Tyrone Crawford. So they – at every level, they have, they have guys, and um, I got to mention the offensive line, Zach Martin, those guys. Their offensive line is still top two or three in the league, which is why they need everything to come together. And I forgot to mention Sean Lee, but they have they need everything to come together um, offensively so that, you know, they can have a, another productive, possibly 10-win season if everything meshes just right. This is the perfect time for them to go ahead and cash Sean in, you know, before guys start getting paid and you lose the roster. Right, and my thing with Cowboys is I think their defense and offense is good enough to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, they. I mean, you you can you can debate it where you like how you said two three defensively they could be the one, they could be the top five, they could be top ten, but they they're up there. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go stretch the offensive line. I think they're the best one, especially now that Travis Frederick is back. Uh, you got you got to think of their think of their line in the whole is how how they how they got Lyle Collins because uh, his uh his what drug thing right for the draft, so he fell. Got him that Connor Williams was a top ten pick to start the season uh, one year, and then he fell to the second, third round. So then they got they got a bunch of combinations with the best right guard, with the best center, with arguably the best left tackle, along with you know versus him or him or Trent Williams from Redskins. Uh, but so you got you got that, and I think I and, and you you know us, we talk about Zeke and his contract. We know Zeke is special, and this Cowboys team probably different situation than most guys because you know we we wouldn't pay running backs, but in this. Pacific situation, like you said, Dak and, and Zeke are kind of together because you, you can't replace Dak. There's no way you can replace Dak. Uh, I mean, you you got to get lucky and and John Gruden get rid of, get rid of Derek Carr, or Buccaneers get rid of Winston. Like that's the only way you can even service and still be a you know a, a, a solid playoff team every year if you get lucky and those teams get rid of their quarterbacks. But other than that, you're gonna have to draft one and you'd be rebuilding the whole thing. By the time they get up to par, you know the Cowboys roster might not be the same. Uh, but my thing is about the Cowboys is the same thing we said about well, – I said that I said about Jared Goff and the Rams because when you had Todd Gurley take a step back as far as, you know, the health-wise, that could be in the same situation where if, if the Cowboys don't pay him, can't, can, you know, the, the running back committee that they're going to have, um, can Dak take that next step? Just like I, I said, can Jared Goff take that next step? Because right now, Dak is on average is about 3,500 yards a season, about 22 touchdowns, about seven eight picks, right? And he added in 300 yards with his legs and six touchdowns on the ground. Now, outside of rushing, because he's he's going to be able to do that because he's he's dual threat. Uh, but can he can he get to 3,800, 39, pushing the 4,000 mark, or even even if not that, can he push the put the pass touchdowns to 29 to 30? Because if if there's no Zeke, he's going to it's going to be all on him. And if he can yep. show that he can step up, you are talking about a guy who's really going to cash in. Um, but you know, you you bring it in for four thousand. If, if you bring a, instead of thirty five and twenty two, he come around with four thousand and twenty eight, twenty nine. 
You're talking about Dak, Dak trying to reach into another, you know, to another tier that, that you know, everybody says that he's a tier three quarterback based on that uh, athletic article back in a uh, couple weeks back, which he is. But if he can somehow get – if he plays as a, as a tier two quarterback this season, you're talking about a Cowboys team who should be top three, top four favorite team to win the Super Bowl if, if, if that's the case. But, of course, with Zeke and if he does that, you're talking about, I mean, why, why wouldn't they – why shouldn't they win the Super Bowl? Um, and that's the thing about the Cowboys is it's kind of it's, it's going to rely on that regardless because Zeke's going to be Zeke, or if he's not there, you know it's all on him. So that's why I, I look at and I'm looking dead at Dak. You know it's, it's your time to shine. So yeah, based on like you know the QB tiers and stuff like that, and where his skill set falls, Dak is a tier three QB. But I just think some of the stuff like the intangibles of where he where his mind is at and how he can galvanize teammates in locker rooms, that's been proven since he was in college. And so that plays I think that's the biggest factor in his negotiating power, not just his skill set, but Dak is a proven winner. Um a lot of people really don't probably remember him from college, but you know, we're in the South, so we'll, we watch like SEC football and uh in his first season as a starter at Mississippi State, he led them to a ten and two record. At one point, they were undefeated. They were ranked number one in the country. And then he led them to the Orange Bowl that year. He broke about 10 or 11 school records that season. So he had a phenomenal year. Um, he wasn't in the Heisman race. I think he may have been like eighth or tenth in the Heisman race. But he had a heck of a year. Like he, I won't say he put Mississippi State on the map, but he, he just had a phenomenal year. And then the season after that, he still had another great year. I think they were nine and four. Um, you know, he, he had a good season. He had a good year. I think he improved his completion percentage by 5%, went from about 62 to about 66, 67. Um, went up in touchdowns, cut his interceptions down. But he's been doing the same thing on the pro level. He's been getting better and better every year. He's leading the Cowboys to to victories um, outside the year with, without Zeke. You know, Zeke was suspended. And that was probably his worst season, I think, um, passing-wise. He only completed about – 62% of his passes, but when he had Zeke four years, uh, rookie year in his past season, about 67% completion percentage, about 22, 23 touchdowns, and less than 10 interceptions both years. So we know what he can do when he has the requisite parts around him. And I just think just his intangibles of how to run an offense and just, just be a, a stable presence for guys that they know like he can get it done. I won't say Brady-esque, but just kind of just that, that common leadership quality, man, that, that goes a long way. That's really his biggest uh, negotiating power. Oh, yeah, because the Cowboys was in a mess. Every time Tony Romo get hurt, you know, the Cowboys season go down the drain. Uh, and to get somebody like Dak in the fourth round and to, you know, because think about all the quarterbacks that, that, that starts right now. out of Outside of him and Brady, I mean, I can't really think of nobody else right now. I guess Kirk Cousins, that that wasn't a wasn't a high you know high draft capital. Everybody else is mostly first round. And you got Breeze who fell to the second round type. Yeah, you, you know, know you, X, know, you but, know Russ was drafted late. Oh yeah, Russ too. Yeah, I forgot about Russ. Yeah, Russ. So those those are only those are only guys. And you know, I mean, of course Brady, Russ, and Dak are better leaders than Kirk Cousins. But even to Kirk Cousins to an extent, you know, the the way he he, he can lead too. They, I feel like they all had that same kind of similarities in in, in that retrospect. And it's like you got lucky because I mean, how often are you gonna, for, for example, how often are you ever gonna be find a all time corner in Richard Sherman in the fifth round, or 
the best quarterback we have, you know, best quarterback to go right now, Tom Brady in the sixth round. How do you, how are you gonna find these guys this late? You know, whether that's Vikings getting Thielen undrafted, like it doesn't happen often. So it's kind of like, can you really, can you really, you know, lose Dak and then you draft another guy first, second round, and he and he's gonna be better than him? Probably not. So I want to paint a picture for you. All right, so let's say let's say they don't, you know, you remember, you remember how history repeats itself. You, you know, you know that whole famous saying. Um, so you remember when back in the day, Jerry Jones didn't pay Emmitt Smith, and the Cowboys went, I think, 0-2, and then they paid him, came back. I think they won the Super Bowl that year, I, I believe, um, that season. So, But this time, if if, D, if, uh, if Zeke doesn't come back, I think Zeke or not Zeke, I think they have a real good chance at starting 3-0 regardless. Um, oh, yeah, the open play- schedule is very, very yeah. favorable. Giants, Redskins, and Miami. I mean, I'm not saying Redskins. Giants, like, they, they know them, so it's, it's, it's a division opponent. Redskins play had played good defense last year. We talked about them and the Giants. You know how they how they are right now. So, but if they can win, if they go three and zero without Zeke, and they, you know um, they, they start, you know, oh, we don't need we don't need Zeke, we don't need Zeke. It can it can it can help them or hurt them because you know that's just the first three games. We're talking about a long stretch of the season that they're going to run into all these great teams with a first place schedule. Plus, they got the Eagles twice, so it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be hard, you know, to to a, to a certain extent about these guys and and whether 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 Dak and them can win because if you start three and zero, you're pretty you're pretty confident. If Zeke if Zeke's not there yet, it's kind of like, you know, do we have to pay him? Do we really need him? And that's a question that you know, as a GM, I really don't want to find out, especially late into the season, because you get the week ten, week eleven, and there's no Zeke on the field, and now we're you know, let's say we're now we're you know, a 500 team is, is like, are we, is it, is it not, now that we need, you know, Zeke and now he got more leverage and we got, we got to pay him more money. It's like as a GM, you don't want to just, you don't want to, you don't want to like take that risk. And then it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. Cause I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do because we see all this talk about Cooper deck and Zeke and then they go pay Jalen Smith, you know? So it's, it's kind of like, I don't know what, where, where they mind is right now. And I really hope they can get a deal done, you know, with with Zeke. Even though I think he's too early, prematurely a year too early to talk about his contract, still waiting his turn. But you know, I don't know. Is the I think the Cowboys are predicated to whether 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 or not they, they get these deals done or, or how they get the deal done or can 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 they do what Julio Julio Jones and Arthur Blank did and take a word for you, take a you know agree on the handshake and that you're gonna get taken care of and can you prove you know can you keep your word and. We'll wait next season, but you know it seems like Zeke and his 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 guys want it, want it done now. So, I'm I'm very I'm very skeptical about the Cowboys, but I think with everything in their favor, I think they they I would pick the Cowboys to win the, the to the to win the division. I, I know uh, that's that's where I lean on. Now, if you tell me there's no Zeke, I will reconsider. So, but uh, if there is a Zeke, I think Cowboys still take this division. Yeah, they have three questions they need to answer. If we don't pay Dak, if we go if we go into the season without paying. Without paying Dak, will it come back to bite us? Like, will will he set the world on fire and actually be able to command that thirty to forty million, or do we just say, hey, we're gonna roll the dice, let him play his year out, and we hope that a Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, or Andy Dalton, somebody gets released and we can pick them up? So they have a few options there, but I don't think you want to risk any of those. I think I'll take Dak over all those guys. And then you have the option with Zeke. Do we go ahead and pay him, knowing that running backs don't last long? But he's been so productive for our team, and our team kind of goes as him and Dak go together. So we want to keep that core together. So what do we do with him? 
Um, I think they should go ahead and pay him, though. You can't blow your opportunity at Super Bowl. Because the season, NFL seasons, they come around so fast. Like, you have your window. If you miss it, you're done. Um, they got to pay Cooper. You can't trade for him and then not pay him. Right, exactly. So, so I think if I'm the GM, what I would do is I would go ahead and give Dak a deal. I'll give Zeke his deal. And I'll give Amar his deal. And the thing with Zeke is they have the – I know it got leaked to the media that they offered him a deal between the Gurley and Bell range, but that makes no sense. Why would I take that deal when I've been – even though I understand where it's probably coming from, you know, you've been in legal trouble or off-the-field situations, but at the same time, this guy, if you're going to sit – if you're going to get paid, you want to set the market. You're not going to just take the second-best deal. You set the market, you're going to get more money than Gurley. So I mm-hmm. think that's where they're probably hung up at, but – if I'm the GM, I pay all three. I don't give Dak that forty million, no. But I go ahead and pay all three of my offensive guys, and then I would just continue to trust what we've done drafting wise, going towards the future on defense. Like I would just do what the Rams are doing. Everybody on offense, except for golf, he hasn't got paid quite yet. But just pay everybody on offense, and then just continue to p- bring in vets on defense or just pay certain guys to keep my cornerstones and just fill out other spots with good draft picks because the Cowboys have been hitting on draft picks a lot, for a yes. while. So yes. I would just continue to bank on that, just hit on draft picks and pay the offense because it is an offensive lead. And Dak, Zeke, and Amari, that's your, that's your trio to lead you to the future because all those guys are young. So lock them up. You locked up Jalen Smith. Uh Try to save a little money to, to get Jones paid, but everybody else, when their deals come up, if you can't pay them, you got to do a New England thing. Trade them and try to get something back. Yeah, hit the road. <laughs> hit the road. But um, I think, like you said, if the Zeke is there, they can win a division. Um, definitely probably start off 3 and 0. But without Zeke being there, I'm thinking 8 and 8. Yeah, it, 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 it gets to a, a very, very tough stretch to end the season as well. Um, you know, Week 17, the division game, I can't remember if it was Giants or Redskins, but to like lead, leading up to that, you know, Redskins, Rams, and Eagles to, you know, 14, week 15, 16, and it's, you know, that's that's already your playoffs. You're already playing your playoffs right there. So you you, you, you have to be ready uh, at all times. And, and even that trap game, they have they have at New England, at Buffalo, at Buffalo Thursday night football game. So it's kind of like you got, you got that quick turnaround. You got another trap game. A Buffalo, Buffalo team, is, you know, they play defense. And, oh, yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So you you know you can't you can't just can't just bring your B game and think you're gonna you know I mean because we seen last year Buffalo can be you know they beat Minnesota right there right in Minnesota so and that 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 caused Minnesota to playoff so it, it could be another situation right here so you know you, you got you got to be ready for everything and once they figure out the deck Zeke situation I think the Cowboys are gonna be fine uh, I think because like you said that draft picks are hitting they hit every single year every time they hitting hitting a good guy. Got a Van Arish who now is a top. I mean, I would say he's a top five linebacker after one season. So as far as as far as inside linebacker, so I I can I can say that right now, uh, with, with, with confidence. So we'll see we'll see what the Cowboys do. Um, let's move on to the Eagles nine and seven. They backed into the playoffs last season because of Carolina collapse. Uh, Minnesota can't make field goals. Redskins collapse, but yet they still in the playoffs after the Super Bowl hangover. Um, but you know. The Eagles, it's not too much to talk about. They had the same exact team. Uh, Carson Wentz is back healthy, and they got rid of Nick Foles. So it's kind of like they're trusting Carson Wentz to stay healthy. They had they did pick up Josh McCown because their backup and their other backup both got hurt. So Josh McCown, I think, is a is a we've seen him. We know what he is. So if he has to come in and step in, 
I think with the Eagles roster, they're be they're they're capable of still winning games. Whether they can win the Super Bowl or make playoffs, maybe a different story. But the the, the roster is good. They won it. They won. The, uh, they won the Super Bowl with a bad quarterback anyway before. So it's not like it can't happen again. Uh, bring Deshaun Jackson over. You got one of the best. You got I mean second best tight end in the game. You got Alshon Jeffrey, Nessa Aguilar. You got a good receiving core. JJ. I call him J.J. I can't say he's, uh, you know, his name too long. J.J. White, Whiteside, I think he came from, I want to say, Pac-12. I, can't, I want to say Stanford, but I, yeah, he I, came I know from, that's this Stanford. Stanford? Yeah. Okay, okay. So he came from Stanford. Um, you know, so I think he's I think he's a good piece. Running back by committee. They got uh, Miles My, My, Sanders from Penn State. Uh, still got – they brought in, brought over Jordan Howard. I mean, they, they the team is good. This is Josh not Adams, Corey Clement, Smallwood, Sproles, yeah. anybody goes <laughs> down. a bunch of Anybody goes <laughs> – They're good. I mean, all of them really probably can't make the roster, but – if somebody right. does, you can still just promote somebody back Plug to the main play. roster, and you're good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and we talking about the offense. We ain't mentioned, you know, the top ten, probably the top ten player in the league, and Fletcher Cox. Um, you know, you still got uh, the, the D line is still still strong. The corners probably suspect. You know, you know, but you know that's that's a different story. They're they're young, getting better. So the Eagles have a good roster. I mean, I think I think they're going to be in the mix of this 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 wild NFC. Um, I'm like I said, I I ain't really got too much to talk about. I mean, they they probably. They're probably going to be right in the mix, you know, nine and seven, you know, uh, nine and seven, ten and six. But I think how I say about the Cowboys' ending schedule, I think the Eagles just, I think they got. I mean, I won't say lucky, but they're going to end the season four and one or five and zero, oh, and that's at Miami. Now that that could be a trap game, you know, how teams and no goal to Miami they can 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 lose. But I think Eagles got enough talent to win that one. Um, Giants uh, twice, Redskins and Dallas. Uh, the last five games, so and you know four and one as far as losing to Dallas five and no sweeping it. So, you know they have a chance to be if, if they struggle through the middle of the pack. They had the last five games to kind of save their season. Uh, I think they have a good schedule and play. And if that if it comes down to the last few games, which it always does, um, you know the the Eagles can be right there and, and still get back into the playoffs again. Um, I like where the Eagles are going. They they paid Wentz. They they're trusting him. Um, to lead them to the future. They made so many roster moves. We had to run through what they got on offense with the running backs and receivers, Zachers at tight end, offensive line, Kelsey, Blaine Johnson, Jason Peters. They even traded and stole the guy. Texas wanted Andre Dillard. So, <laughs> so they have pieces everywhere. Uh, defense, they're going to be good. Except for the only question mark on defense is really, like you mentioned, corner. Uh, they – they had guys getting picked on at different points of the year last year. So <laughs> you, you got to hope, you know, that Scandrick, Sandejo, and Malcolm Jenkins can can hold that fort down. So uh, they had the pieces, though. I'm not sure um, what it would rank defensively. Um, they they could maybe be a top 10, top 12 defense. Um, but I know for sure they're going to be one of the best offenses in the, in the league with all those weapons and uh, Doug Peterson. So – I have them anywhere between 11 to 13 wins and easily win, you know, almost, I won't say easily because I think the Cowboys, with everybody there, can be a 10-win team. But without – with the question mark of Zeke hanging over our head at the moment, I just have the Eagles winning 11 to 13 game, being one of the top two or three seeds in the NFC playoff. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go that far. I don't think the Eagles can get 11-12. Uh, even with the Zeke story, that that is me. But yeah, the defense, you know, they're they're one of the best run defenses in the league, but they're one of the worst pass defense in the league. So, um, and you know, as a Vegas fans, and Dayhole's not the guy that's going to help them in the passing game. Um, he's more of a, he's more of a run support guy. So, 
and so that I mean they just bolster up their running game. Uh, Skandrick is okay. Uh, I would I mean I ain't gonna you know too much bark about that, but yeah, if they 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 passing their passing attack is gonna be fine. I think with Carson Wentz is 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 scheduled for a big season, especially with all the rumors and you know not now he's two years removed for ACL. You know they usually take two years for you to get right. His back was hurt last year. I think that's that's right. Um, it, it's up to them. Can they prove the running game on the offense and prove the pass game on the defense? They do that. I mean, that's that's a that's like you said. Now I can see the eleven and, and twelve win if they can do that um, throughout the season. Um, they got one, you know, got got a solid coach. Uh, uh, he's an Andy Reid guy, so you know, we know we know how Andy Reid guys do and how successful they are. So, um, you know, Eagles going to be there. Uh, Any guys you want to add about the Eagles? No, I think they can make a Super Bowl run. I think Wentz is going to have an MVP caliber season. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, Moving on to the Redskins, uh, Jay Gruden. Don't know why he's still the coach, but uh, he's still there. And you know the 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 main the main question about the Redskins is basically is Keenan versus Haskins. I think and I think the we we we've seen this story. We've seen the story over and over again. It, it happens too many times where Keenan's going to start. He's going to win because Haskins. He's not going to beat him in the. He's not going to beat him out in in the preseason, and and practice. That's just because he's been doing this for a while, and Haskins has not. So it's kind of like you know you already get a benefit of doubt. You you already you already have the game ahead of the guy already. So Keenan's going to start. Uh, now the question is for how long? Uh, how long before? How long before Keenan you know messes around and Redskins are now you know two and five? How long do you wait for Haskins to get his reps in and get him get him going? How long do you say, okay, we're not going anywhere? Haskins, come on, let's see what you can do. Um, and and that and that's you know as a GM, as as a as a coach, that's what you have to look at uh, is is finding that time when when to put him in there, not to not not to throw him in as well when he doesn't have the the options. And that's you know the offensive line with Trent Williams, Williams situation. Um, do you have the right right receiving core? Which I mean, you can say, and I can say right now, I don't. That's is. I would say that's a bottom, it might be a bottom five receiving core in the league. Um, Doxon hasn't has improved his his draft value. Uh, who else you got? Jordan Reed's always banged up. Vernon Davis is old. Uh, who else I'm missing? Uh, they got I know they got McLaurin free agent. They got another free. They got I mean not free. They, they, no, they draft, got Paul draft. Richardson. Paul Richardson. Uh, Jehu Chesson. So they have a few guys. They have yeah, guys. They got. They got really okay. Just pops but, out. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing to really pop out, so it's kind of like you're not getting Haskins a good opportunity. You're not giving Keenum a good chance opportunity. Um, Geis has been banged up, but he 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 did look fine in his preseason game. Uh, still got Adrian Peterson all day, Chris Thompson. So you have the running. I, I would say they have a good stable running backs. Uh, even when Bryce Love comes back from injury, they have the guys at running back. The receiver core not so much. I uh, was lying, not so much. Um, and Trevor Williams not playing that for them ever again. So you know, I, I think this team is going to, you know, kind of. If you think about it, they kind of might be similar to Seattle last season, and that's not saying that they're going to win games like Seattle because Keenum and Haskins are not Russell Wilson, and Jay Gruden is not Pete Carroll. But if you think about it, the, de- the defense wasn't wasn't bad at all last year. They you know they was I mean pretty much middle of the pack you know round of you know fifteenth rank and almost everything sixteenth rank. So you're in the middle of the pack, a team that can get to the quarterback, um, and they got I, I think they got a bunch of Alabama guys over there too. Uh, up front, so you know they they I think they're going to try to do what Seattle does, and that's and that's as ground and pound you on the running game with guys, Agent Peterson, because you know I mean think about it, guys is going to guys is if he's healthy, he, he he's going to be a problem. And then again, Agent Peterson showed he still got what it takes. So it's kind of like uh, then you have Chris Thompson, who was one of the best pass catching backs in the league. 
So if you can run the clock and your and your your quarterback is a game manager, your defense can keep you in the games. You know, you can. There's a reason why they was when you know when the NFC East last year for until Alex Smith got hurt because they had one of the. I mean, I would say one of the ultimate game managers of all time, like uh, Alex Smith. So I I think the team is very very similar to Seattle to Seattle's last season. It just just like I said, just not Pete Carroll, and Russell Wilson. You got Jay Gruden and and Keenum and slash Haskins. So I think this team is going to rely on the run game and rely on the defense. And if it would have the things that have to go right perfectly, um, whether they can go far, but you know, with I mean, they, uh, the schedule's not you know the schedule's not going to be too easy. That's everybody in the league. So, um, but can they win? They have, I think they play the AFC East, so you know they they're not that bad off versus the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins. So they can get those wins. They can. They can, they can, they, they, I say they pretty much even with the Giants, and maybe they can sneak one somewhere else. But uh, I think the Redskins probably go four wins, five wins, uh, ideally. Uh, but like I said, with the defense and the run game, they, they could be a surprise team. I mean, I, I think they have a, I think they're a team that have a long range of outcomes. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Keenum, he's going to probably win a starting job. Even if he doesn't win it, they'll probably still look at Colt McCoy over Haskins just because you don't want to throw the, the rookie in right away. You want to give him time to get ingratiated into the offense and things like that. But I think going forward, he will be um, the guy for them. I can see them probably putting him in around the bye week right before or right after the bye week, which will probably make a lot a lot of sense since, you know, he, that'll be about nine, ten weeks he's had time to – Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. See see the offense, see how it gets orchestrated and things like that. So barring uh, injury, which we never wish upon anybody, like what happened to Alex Smith, barring a huge injury, I think around a bye week would be good for Haskins to get on the field. Uh, same as uh, we just talked about the Eagles. They have multiple running backs, guys, AP, Chris Thompson, P. Ryan is still there, and like you already mentioned, Bryce Love. So they can throw anybody out there at any point just to grind the clock out, things like that. Adrian Peterson had a flashback year almost last year, so not sure if he has to in the tank again, but I think in a dual role with him and guys and Thompson coming in the spell form, AP can still have a 750-yard season. Receivers, I'll just keep it moving. I just hope Paul Richardson, you know, can can help spell spell them a little bit because he's really the only guy that's shown flashes because um, Dotson, he, like you say, he hasn't lived up to the potential yet, so Outside of Paul Richardson, I don't really see what they have on the receiving core. But maybe Trey Quinn. Maybe Trey Quinn, maybe. He has, he showed a little things last year, maybe. I don't know. The little white guy. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But defensively, I like what they're doing. They're drafting from elite programs like Alabama. They're going into the SEC picking out the best players, good character guys. So Jonathan Allen from Alabama. Uh, Ryan Anderson from Alabama. They have Deron Payne from Alabama. You're you still have your yeah. guy. Uh, it sounds Landon Ryan. Collins from Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. la- la- yeah, Landon <laughs> Collins. You have Ryan Kerrigan. He's not from Alabama. He's you no. Know, he's a proven, proven mm-hmm. pro. Um, 
John Bostic, he's been around some good franchises like New England and the Colts and the Steelers. So he has, you know, he's only like 28, 29, so he still has some game left in him. They went and got Sean Dion Hamilton. Even though he was a late pick, they did sign him to a rookie deal. And he's from Alabama, you know, he's from Alabama. So they're drafting, you know, stout guys that can come in and contribute. They went and got um Josh Harvey Clemens. I think he went played at Georgia. I know he's from Georgia from Valdosta. So they have guys. Marcus Smith, he's from uh Columbus, Georgia, but I think he played at Louisville. So they had they're a drafting guy. They got Montez Sweat. You know, so they're, they're drafting like SEC or high program guys that can be productive. And so, like you said, defensively, they can they can be a good defense. Uh, if anybody that plays fantasy, I would look at matchups. They would be a great streamer for you on some mm-hmm. weeks. Right. So I just want to see how they uh, how it all comes together offensively with the addition of Haskins and things like that. Um, five wins, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying, but I think I think this this it's probably the last year, Jay Gruden. I, I just think it's I think it's um I want to say it's you know it's it's it just it's, it's just circumstances. You know he's been on hot seat recently, and I think he's not. I don't think he's a guy to take it to the next level. So I think you know I think this is going to be a great hot commodity for maybe Chiefs offensive coordinator uh Benin but he said Benenemy. Oh, I can't say it, 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 Benenemy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's I think he's can be in line for this job. And you're talking about. Having a guy like Haskins, who can, who's not a, you know, I mean, he's not Mahomes, but somebody who can stand in the pocket and throw the ball. He has a very strong arm, and all you need is, you know, saying all you need is to build your receiving core. And and we have a, uh, we saying four to five wins. We talking about boom, another Alabama guy go get Judy, who's I've who I've watched, and I think he's one of the best receivers I ever seen in college. And that just, you know, from a route runner standpoint, already, I think that's that you do you do that right there. You, you got you, you got your stud receiver for the next 10, 12 years. You got your running backs for the future. You got your quarterback for the future. I think, you know, whoever gets this, I think Jay Groove's out. And I think uh, offensive coordinator guy is the next guy that's coming here and can, and can do something. And being in me, he's been on the, the list for a while. So I think this is the year he makes the jump. And this will be a good opportunity because you're going to have the defense already. All you got to do is build the offense. And, and, and if you're an offensive guy, that's, you know, that you go, you go ahead and, and I guess kind of, kind of say, like, lick your chops and get ready because this is something you, that you, you, you built for. So. Um, I think I think John Gruden's on the way out, and um, you know, even even if he even they have a solid season, I, I think Jay Gruden, I think they just got to go different direction, just just to just to, just to make that team better than what they are. So that's my opinion on Jay Gruden, anyway. I don't think he should get fired because he's kind of been dealt some rough hands, as far as roster oh, yeah, wise no and stuff like no that. Too many, a, lot, a lot of injuries, things like that. Um, so he really hasn't got. We really don't know what he can do. I mean, winning. Six, seven, eight, nine games last few years. That's been pretty admirable. Looking at what he's been dealt with, because they've had major injuries on all fronts in the last couple of years. So I think he may get spared one more year. Um, but if you don't think he's the guy, go ahead and move on. Right. Uh, let's move into the Giants. Five and eleven. Pat Shermer's first season, uh, and I actually think he did pretty good. Um, he made he he made Eli not look as bad. I mean. I mean, it was what they was the top sixteen team in scoring. Uh, the pat the rest the, the run game actually was it wasn't that impressive. You know, they had Saquon Barkley, but uh, the the passing game was right there, and that's because you can dump off the Saquon Barkley. So um, I, I think I think they're going to be a middle of the pack offense. Um, but the same thing here if it applies to the Redskins. You know, how how long are we going to go with Eli? I mean, how long until we say Daniel Jones is better, or he might be the guy and 
the difference between Daniel Jones and Haskins is Daniel Jones has the elite running back, has the the elite tight end, and I think when Golden Tate come back from suspension, uh, Stephen Shepard, I think that is a good receiver. You know, two guys that can that can do damage in the slot, um, and you got Cody Latimer who's showing promise right now. So I th- I think the Giants has the I would say the weapons around him to do something, um, and the offensive line. You know, they they did. I think they they fixed that in two years. Um, I want to say it's completely fixed. It's not. It's not the Cowboys level. It's not. It's not what the Eagles have looked like. But you're talking about. You know, my favorite thing is when you if you if you sign one, trade for one, and draft one, you're pretty much almost there. You know, um, and that's what they did when they 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 traded for uh they they traded um what's his name Eleven Vernier away, and got Kevin Zeitler, who's Kevin Zeitler is one of the best guards in the league. Um. They they got your boy your boy from the uh, Patriots. Uh, I can't I can't remember his name. Some of the V. You know what I'm talking about? Um, what's his name? The tackle. Oh crap! Um, um, uh, Vo- oh, crap. You know that's Voldier. Not Voldier. Voldier. I don't know. They know. You find Nate Soldier. So Soldier. Ooh. Yeah, I think about somebody. I think about Jerry. I think about Jared Voldier. Voldier or something like that. But yeah, Nate Soldier. Uh, they brought in Hernandez. And uh, you know that's they're 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 willing way as far as bringing the talent in, and and they got Eric Flowers out of there. That's all they had to do, really. Um, so I think the offensive line is gonna be fine. Eli Eli is gonna be able to stand, stand upright, and even they, when they go Daniel Jones, I think that he's gonna stand upright. But the problem is, I think the Giants are gonna be the worst, de- you know, one of the worst defenses in the league. I'm not I'm not gonna say the the worst, but losing Landon Collins, losing Olivia Vernon, um. You know, and when I saw when I saw their starting lineup when the preseason first started, I was like, I'm looking at each level. And I'm like, this is not it. I mean, uh, Jack Rabbit is not is not the same guy anymore. Um, you're relying on Jabir Prepper, Peppers to do something, and I don't think he's he's worth his draft capital is what he's been playing. He's not playing like a first second round pick. Um, and 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 I just think this Giants team is going to be losing a lot of games. Uh, because of their defense, so um, whether Eli Manning is playing bad or whether Dan Jones is playing, you know, what I'm saying uh, whatever the offense is doing, I don't think it's going to be enough to to compensate of what the defense is going to do. And I think this is going to be for 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 our fantasy guys. This is going to be the, the prime time to start everybody because I think the Giants going to give a lot of yards all season. And they was already ranked they was already ranked twenty fourth last season, and now you you got rid of one of the best safeties, one of the best pass rushers. I mean, I don't I don't see how I don't see how you can. How how and you got rookies at corner, so I don't know how you can fix fix the defense in one season, especially when you lost that kind of talent. So I'm on the side of where the off, I think the offense is going to be fine, whether it's Eli or Dan Jones, but the defense is going to just just be. I'm talking about Chiefs level last year defense, like that's what I'm going to right now. Yeah, the Giants they're going to be in for a rough season, probably three wins, and they're going to be few and far between. <laughs> like 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 you said, defense. They don't really have anything outside of Alec Ogletree. That's really about it. Um, offensively, they're still kind of stuck in a bind. You got to decide on: do we let Eli go out with a farewell tour? Do we go ahead and put Dane Jones in early and let Eli ride the bench? We have Saquon Barkley, but guys are going to stack eight in the box because we don't have any receivers. And Golden Tate suspended. Sterling Shepard, he's good, but he's not that guy. You have Evan Ingram, who I think is going to be in for a big year since Odell is out. The ball's going to somebody, and when Odell was out, Ingram had um, pretty productive games. Um, 
if I'm them, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a terrible season, honestly, so that you can go out and get a good draft pick and bring in some more guys. They uh they're just kind of in a bad space right now. They they're looking more towards the future than just trying to be competitive currently, which I have no problem with because at some point, unless you're like New England and even we haven't saw it, but maybe when Brady leaves, New England does have to go into the tank a little bit. But most teams we've seen, you know, they kind of have to go into a few down years to they kind of get back up to where they need to be. Um, so the Giants, not really much to say. Probably three wins. Definitely not the playoffs for the next two years. Uh, I hope Dane Jones is the guy. Uh, when we were talking about the draft a few months back, I said I think he would be pretty good. Um, I don't want to just – Go around like some people are off a of preseason start saying he's gonna be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think <laughs> nah, nah, he can't do that. I, I, think, I, I, think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be pretty good, and that's all I'm willing to say right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that, I, I, just, me, I just can't think of anything else that, that they have outside of Daniel Jones for the future and Saquon. Tell me, do you think this this is a good comparison? Now, of course, it's not gonna be exactly spot on, but I think the Giants are gonna be how the Lions are. Uh, Lions were as far as the the past few seasons with Matt Stafford, and that's just that's just where where your offense is going to be offense, and you know you you, you know how at least at least the fancy wise Stafford always a good option, Golden Tate's a good option, or you know Marvin Jones or the world's good option. Even even Ebron was okay, even though he didn't have a season he did last year with the Colts, but you know he was okay. And you have all these pieces on offense, and you're fine, but then your defense is just is just not where it needs to be. So how are you saying three wins? And I, I, I think the offense is going to be – I think the offense, as far when you look at, like, the stats and how, where they're ranked at, I think the offense is going to be, you know, um, right, right right there with the – I almost say with the best of them. But you're talking about let's, – let's say, for example, uh, Giants is 15th in passing, you know, 14th in rushing. I think a team that's in the playoffs, let's say Cowboys or, you know, say a team like Seattle can be in the same offensively stat, you know, you know in, the, in the same realm. But – of course, they got Russell Wilson. They got you know a, a, D, a Zeke and a Dak, and they have a better defense. You know, what I'm saying it's all the other things that come in come into play of why the Giants can't be there, and that's the same thing happening with the Lions. Like you know, of course, with the division, you know, the Packers, Vikings, and Bears now. But even before Bears got good, the Vikings, the Vikings and Packers always win the division. Lions can't. You know, their schedule's getting good enough. And the same thing with Giants. They have to go through the Eagles and Cowboys, who's not going. Who I don't think are going anywhere no time soon. Um, and they they won't ever won't be able to beat them, and, and then they're just gonna be losing, losing, losing every year for a while until they can finally get the defense right. And maybe maybe this year the Lions can finally get over the hump. But you know you know it might be a while before the Giants get over the hump. So uh, you know I I, I I I can I can see them offensively still being a solid team when it comes to and I, I, I I'm I'm I, I'm I might be wrong about, but I think the defense is gonna be like kind of like how, remember how they was I think what two three years ago when they had like the worst defense in the. Like Pat, who was that? I think Speed Spagnola, some of the defense coordinator or something. And they were just atrocious on atrocious. defense. I can't remember which one it was, but like, like it was, <laughs> they was terrible. And you talking about like they was putting up stats of like the worst, uh, worst defense in the league for a while. So I, I think they might be back on that same page. Yeah, they're gonna, they're, they're, they're gonna be bad. That's all we can say. They're gonna be bad. Yeah, and they, they're, bad. they're running the risk of being the Knicks of the NFL. <laughs> I, I, I really feel bad for Pat Shermer because I think he's, I think. He was so ready to be head coach again that he probably he probably shouldn't have took that job. That you know you know some every job ain't for you, but he I think he's gonna do a, I think he gonna do an okay job. But you know I I think he's gonna probably be out of there soon. I just think you know New York media how that how they go they try to get rid of 
you know, coaches like that and Tom Coughlin was on the same thing, but he won he got looking at on two Super Bowls that kind of prolonged his his stay. So I think uh, I think Pat Sherman might be out of there. Not I won't say this season, but you know, before the before he can uh, you know get the benefits of his labor and what he done, you know, it will be somebody else's team. Um, but let's move on to uh, I guess our awards part of it because you know uh, the MVP. Uh, I, I personally think we're gonna have the same guy. Um, and who you have? Carson Wentz. Yeah, same, same. I think we 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 both the Carson Wentz bandwagon, and I think um, I think he won't get hurt this season. I think he's gonna play all sixteen games. And whether that's enough to get in the playoffs or not, because you know NFC is so good, whether whether that gets him in or not, that's a different story. But I think he's going to be on MVP caliber, and with this roster that he has, if he's on MVP caliber, it should be the same thing we saw two years ago before they won the Super Bowl. So yeah, I think this year he'll actually win it, like he should have won it the first time. But when he got hurt, they get you know, of course Brady was the second guy running up. So, but I think right. I think this year he will win it. Him or Aaron Rodgers, uh, Coach of the Year. I'm oh going, man, <laughs> I'm going this. I mean, it's it's really hard because I mean, because obviously it's only to me in my opinion, it's only two 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 guys who can win it. Exactly, <laughs> and it's probably gonna be whoever wins the division. Uh, but because I, I say I, I I got Cowboys winning it, I, I think Jason Garrett is the coach of the year. Whether he deserved that or not, I don't know. This this division is is lackluster of coaches. Um, Peterson might is the best one, but I mean, I you know I'm not I'm not really that strong on him as far as the 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 world. I think he's a a good top 15, of course, but we're talking about top 10. I, I think it gets debatable in that sense, but you know, this, this division, not really good coaches. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and go Doug Peterson. Um, yeah. the, the only way I would hedge my bet a little bit is if they start the year, if the Cowboys start the year without Zeke and they, they're doing pretty good. And then they finish on a high note. I would say Jason right. Garrett then, but um, I'm just, I'm going Doug Peterson. Really. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and go him. All right. Defensive player of the year. Mm, it's it's kind of it's kind of all over the place. It's, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm just gonna say the Cowboys as a whole. <laughs> somebody on the Cowboys, somebody on the yeah, and that's I think it can be Demarcus Lawrence or uh, Van Der Esch. I think Van Der Esch can have the opportunity to lead the NFL in tackles. So um, I'm going I'm going Van Der Esch, uh or maybe D Law if he leads the league in sacks. It's one one of those two could happen. You know, very 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 finally can happen. Um, surprise player of the year. Uh, I'm just gonna say Evan Ingram from the Giants. They gotta throw the ball to somebody. I like that. Um, I kind of I, I went with the rookie quarterbacks. Um, I think that they both have a good chance to to play right away early because I, I don't think either one of these teams are good. So I think that it's if if you're not if you're going to be sorry, you might as well play them because you know for all first round quarterbacks play. You can't. I, I think outside of Ejo Emanuel since like 2010. Every first round quarterback has played in the played at least one game of the season. Now Pat Mahomes almost wasn't a part of it because he played one season, one game. But everybody else like played multiple games. And you see last year, Baker Mayfield, Darnold, Lamar Jackson, um, Josh Allen, who and Josh Rosen. They all they all got in right away. And uh, I think who who's the only one that started from the get go? Was it uh, Darnold? No, he he started for Giggle either, did he? No, I think I think McCown started. I don't, I don't think anybody did right away. Yeah, so all five of them guys didn't start the season off right away, and what happened? They all finished the season. So um, I think Daniel Jones and and Haskins are, are no different from the guys. Uh, your bold prediction? Well, I have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl, so I guess to be bold, I would say the Cowboys make it. All right. Um, my bold prediction is Eli Manning only plays four games. Um. Ideally, 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 uh, actually, I would say two actually, like starting wise, 
um, you know, he, it starts season off Cowboys and Bills. I think, I think their defense, both defenses are too good, and Eli's probably gonna get messed up. And then um, Dan Jones gonna come in against either the Buccaneers or the Redskins um, and, and play well. And then it's it's not gonna be fair because he got to go against the Vikings and the Patriots after that. But you know, when you get to play the Cardinals after that, you got you got a chance to to might well keep the job. And there's no point of pulling Eli if you're not gonna let let Dan Jones keep the job like what the Giants should have done a long time ago. When uh, what, what was Coach Bob McAdoo had pulled Eli? They should have oh, just stuck yeah, with that. Man. They should have stuck was, with the that decision. That was crazy. Should have you should have stuck with the decision and but not go Geno. That's that was yeah. That, 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 I said, I said, that was, that was crazy because you, you you can't if you're gonna if you're gonna pull the lifelong giant, don't pull him for a guy who we know isn't the future. Like right, they exactly. should have played somebody else. They they oh, had they had, they they had, had Webb and, yeah, and Lalletta. Go at one of those My, guys. Don't don't go with Geno Smith. Come on. Right, exactly. And who knows? You probably you probably could have already I mean, they probably wouldn't have been the option, but if Davis and, and Lalletta show promise, I mean, you probably didn't have to take Dan Jones. You could have got more talent versus getting a starting quarterback in this early. You know, who knows? It would have been a ripple effect if we did that. Uh, but yeah, my, my prediction is uh, Eli only gets to play, only starts four games. I think he, I think Dan Jones come in in the end of the Redskins game and uh, and play very well and he gets the job the rest of the season. I mean, it's, it's, it's possible, but it just depends upon what the how to if Eli looks terrible and the media's killing him and stuff like that, they'll kind of if no if the crowd starts saying no we want Daniel or something like that, it'll it'll kind of get out of hand early. But as long as yeah. Eli can just steady the fort, and the fans love him, so I don't think they'll try to run him out too soon. I think it's gonna come down to the Pat Sherman because he's kind of pushing for Jones to start sooner mm-hmm. than later. So I think that'll probably be the 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 ticking time bomb. Who knows it. If uh, Sherman pushes back too much on uh, leadership, he could get fired. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but think about it. Though. He's trying to save his job, and he knows Eli's not going to be the guy to save it. So, um, you know, if, you, if we're going to invest in a, a top 10 pick on a guy, I mean, <laughs> let's get him out there. Let's get him rolling. Um, but Sherman, Sherman has shown in the past that he that the, the level of quarterback he has taken, and he can make him better. Um, that's This is the Nick Foles. I mean, granted, it was with Chip Kelly's system, but – that's a Nick Foles twenty-seven and what two season. Um, he also had he also had uh, Case Keenum with Minnesota, and like I say, even Eli last year, you know, was w- wasn't too bad. Um, obviously, wasn't great either, but wasn't too bad. And now he got Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones is the guy. I would love to see what Pat Sherman can do with a great quarterback, you know, uh, or, or or a good quarterback, you know. So let's let's see. I just, I mean, to me, I, I'm a guy that's if I'm gonna draft that early, man, there's no point in waiting. I'm not. I'm, I, I, it's the reason why I drafted him six, six pick in the draft, um, because I mean, if you're gonna do that, because they, 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 they could have went defense and then got him on the back end, <laughs> right? You could with defense or 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 if Daniel Jones is the guy, then that means he needs to play right now if he's the guy, because you can do what the Patriots do, got him Jared Stidham in the second, third round. You could have did that, and and if Stidham was, you know, if let's say Stidham becomes good, you know, that's you know you can find quarterbacks in the, you know, not within the first round. So I don't I don't see. Why you invest such, such a high capital? And you're going to sit on the bench because even you look at the Giants' schedule. I don't even know when 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 do you when do you feel comfortable playing playing Daniel Jones because at like I said at Cowboys Bills start the season off. Yeah, then you got two periods where you got the Buccaneers and Redskins. And the Redskins we just said is a solid defense uh, in the middle of the pack. Then you got the Vikings and Patriots. You know Mike Zimmer and Bill Belichick are going to eat a rookie quarterback alive. Like that's what they do. So that's going to happen. You got the Cardinals who. 
you know, and by that time, Pat Pete's back. You got Chandler Jones, like Tara Suggs. Like, are you going to throw him in there? Or are you going to throw him against the Lions? When they got the, that, that ferocious front four, what are you going to do then? Are you going to throw him against the Jets? You're not going to throw him against the Bears in Chicago. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you, you might as well just make the decision and just play him because you're not going to find a time where you can just put him in the game. Like, there's no, it's not going to be a, a week where you say, oh, we, we played the – we played the sorry Giants. We played the uh, we played this sorry defense. This sorry defense. We could throw him in there and let him, let him get his feet with. He's gonna have to go against a uh, a powerhouse. Very. I mean, think about it. Patriots gonna be top ten. Vikings gonna be top ten. The Lions got potential to be top ten. The Cowboys are gonna be top ten. The, you know, the Bears are gonna be top ten. And we haven't talked about the Eagles yet because they're dead in the season. In the end of the season, so it's kind of like I mean, you just have to throw him in there and 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 just let the wheels off because you can't just be holding hold hold his hand and. And let him go. Top top five, top ten uh, draft pick. Let him go. Yeah, I'm still gonna stick to around the bye week, just because they'll have they play the Jets, which is basically like a home game. So they play at the same stadium, uh, so I can see playing against the Jets. You get the bye week, then you'll go to Chicago. <laughs> then he goes, then, I, then then just let just let him finish the season because like most of the rookies only play about depending on when they get thrown in, they're gonna play about six to ten games. Um, right. So I would just give him. The Jets game and the rest of the season, giving some time just to just to feel the NFL, uh, you know, offense and the games, things like that. Yeah, it, it just it is my my thing is you know you, they, like you said it's Bowie, but you talking about sending him into a hostile environment at Chicago. I rather him get let's get like and, and this is why I say only three games because if you if you, if you let him get his feet wet against the Buccaneers and then he play a solid defense in the Redskins, if he can show signs there. We already know the Vikings and the Patriots are going to are probably going to um, they're going to kill Eli. I mean that just I, I mean that just want you know <laughs> Vikings and, and Pats get pressure on the quarterback and where Eli going to go? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it just uh, it just he, Eli going to get killed too. So it might well let the the rookie guy get. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean I know it kind of hurts his confidence. Um, this, this, but, that's why they won't do it. Yeah, of course. But it's like but if you don't, so I, then I think a good time to do it is it let is let Eli get killed by the Vikings and the Patriots. And then let him play the Cardinals. I mean, I, I'm, way, I'm not totally know? against the Giants just letting him sit the whole season because Mahomes sat the whole season. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm not totally against that. I mean, what's the upside of putting Daniel Jones in? They're not gonna they're not gonna win any more games with him in there. They're gonna there's no point of getting beat up like Andrew Luck is beating up stuff well, like that. So there's yeah. no there's no point of just letting him go out there taking punishment against all these possible top ten defenses. He he's gonna get picked apart. They're gonna be killing Saquon as well because they don't really have any weapons. So I don't really see the upside of sticking them in for the whole season. I would at least, you know, maybe either after the bye week, well, before the bye week with the Jets, or right after the bye week. So six or seven games, or let them sit the whole season. And if you let them sit the whole season, you kind of can please everybody. He gets to sit and learn behind Eli. Eli gets his last year. His last game will be at home against the Eagles, so everybody can do a farewell thing for him there. Um, you can give Sherman some job security, saying, all right, next year you'll have your guy. you start starting from day one, and then you'll be probably looking at a Saquon thing with, with Zeke at that point because he might want to hold out and get his money because Zeke is on his third year and asking for the money, so Saquon may go in that same bag of, hey, I want my money to get paid too. Oh yeah, they they they're gonna pay they're gonna pay Saquon because they they're gonna be in a similar situation in the Arizona Cardinals and you got you gonna have to pay to keep your stars and your only stars running back you got you gonna have to do it you gonna have to especially with a, a quarterback on a rookie deal so that this is perfect time to do it you know 
So that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Just let him uh, – maybe let him sit the whole season. Let Eli go out with a farewell tour, pay Saquon. You'll probably win three or four games, get a top draft pick. So if you're there at the top, get Jerry Judy or get you another guy for defense. Um, just just give – basically build your future for Daniel Jones. See, my thing is I let, I let him behind play right now. We won at the Cowboys. I don't care. I, I mean, it's it just – I'm just – you know, at, at some point, you just have to – we've been talking about getting rid of Eli for how long? The last, what, four seasons? As far as it's time for him to go. Like, somebody got to make the call. Somebody just got to – we got to push him out because he's not going to go nowhere. I mean, you, you think Eli going to retire at the end of the season? Like, do you think he will? Uh, I can see him going somewhere else and just – I mean, if, if he wants to be a lifelong giant, I can see him just saying, I'll retire or I'll take a step back and be here if he needs me. Um, See, going going, that, going somewhere else, going somewhere else really wouldn't fit him because the only team that would have fit him would have been the Jaguars. They already paid Nick Foles, right? So and and that's and that's the thing. They, they, I think they should have been pushed him out, and that's where Eli would land it. Um, and I and there's no other room for it. I mean, you because you you know how everybody's mindset is different, and that's just the uh, that's just the uh, you know I, I'm I'm thinking I'm a start or nothing else. Um, a lot of guys have that mindset. I don't think Eli's that guy to be like, I'm going to be a backup. So it's either like you, you got to push him out the way to get him to move him or, you know, push him out the way, move him, or, you know, just <laughs> hope he retire. And I don't think he's ready to retire. Yeah, the only, team, just, only team I can see him going to, which I think would be a good fit, just because he's a solid game manager and they do have weapons there. I wouldn't Tennessee? mind seeing Eli go to the Tennessee Titans. Yep. That's what I was about to say. That's the, only, that's, the only, that's the only way I can see it. And that's when we bat it off. So, you know. Um, We'll see what the Giants are gonna do. I think it's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of crazy, but uh, the, this division we know has two top guys and two bottom guys as far as team wise. So we we know we know it's Cowboys versus Eagles, and then who gonna who gonna race for the bottom Redskins or Giants? So it'll be very interesting to see. And that's the NFC West. Um, NFC East. And, oh Lord, NFC East. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, NFC East. Uh, like I said, we're gonna get the rest of them out to you as fast as possible. So. Hit us on the Twitter, preach, care, preach, and follow our individual Twitters as well. Subscribe yes. to the podcast. Yes, sir. Need that. All right, preach, care, preach. Blue shot. We out. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.